You are here with Jane and Angie once again for another edition of a No More Mondays Spring Short. And uh, we're going to get into it because I absolutely love talking about entrepreneurship. And one of the really cool things about having another set of eyes and probably more importantly ears as we produce No More Mondays is that Jane picks up on themes that I would not know are there or that we never necessarily intended to have, but then kind of like start to shake out and rise to the surface. And one of the things that we realized in this collection of guests that we had in season three was that there were a lot of stories about transitioning from employment to entrepreneurship. And this is kind of one of my hot button kind of sweet spot specialties when it comes to the coaching world. So I'm super excited to kind of break this down and see what insights we can give everybody. I'm going to let Jane kind of fill you in on kind of how she saw this trend and, you know, her initial takeaways for, um, you know, what it tells us. This is a fun topic. Well, all of our topics are fun, but I, I really love getting juicy and down and dirty on this one too. And one of the the first things that rose to the surface for me after listening to all of our guests was the process of thinking of for everyone to actually decide they wanted to make this change. And for many of them, it wasn't necessarily a goal. It was something that evolved. It was sort of a step-by-step, random kind of squiggly connections that happened. And as that evolved and over time, as people gained experience, this entrepreneurship strength for each of them sort of rose to the surface. And some of them had a mission, you know, somebody like Jules, particular purpose and mission impact. And then others just had this driving force that they wanted to solve a major problem that was forced in front of them. That was what was, I think, the first thing that was so interesting to me is people didn't wake up one day and go, I want to be an entrepreneur. It was an evolution. It was a little bit more like a a fist knocked on a door and it was entrepreneurship calling is how (laughs) I think about it. And there's a lot of people who aspire to say, you know, I want to own my own business. However, I feel like the right opportunity aligned with your strengths your sweet spot in the market and what you uniquely have to offer as a value proposition often presents itself versus happening as a calculated, very strategic spot in time. And I think when we look at all of these guests, you know, Amber and Acacia are the only two who are not quite literally entrepreneurs. However, it's interesting because Amber, and I think she and I even talk about this in her in her episode, treats her career very entrepreneur entrepreneurially and intentionally with figuring out kind of how she wants to evolve and also taking those doors that present themselves. And, you know, even though Acacia is a transitioning teacher working for Guild Education, she's also got a side hustle. So everybody kind of has these, let's say, tendencies. And I think that especially when we get into like, you know, Chris Finucci and Sam Alexander founding Bitewell, you know, they both, Chris is a little bit more of, let's say, a serial entrepreneur. Sam reached a point in her career where looking back, she was like, oh, I have all of this stuff. I met the right person. We're going to develop the right product. And I'm going to leverage that experience and skill set for this opportunity. Uh, Because I also think it has to be, you have to be a place, you have to not only be at a point in your professional journey where you have the skills and experience to offer to an entrepreneurial setting, but you also have to be in the right point in life because there is risk involved in entrepreneurship. And it, there is some sort of a lifestyle, at least while you're starting up a business. And I, that's what I think was so interesting in you seeing this trend through this group was they all arrived at that point in time. They didn't necessarily have that as the compass point, you know, dot on the map. 
Yes. And if you think about the term being an entrepreneur, most of them were that, even though they didn't technically have that word to articulate that or the, the framework, even in, in the groups or the teams that they were working on, but that's how they were acting. And I think they, they realized part of that as they, as they went through that process. And the other factor too, that rose to the surface was realizing all of the different types of cultures and size of companies and, you know, how teams are interacting with each other. That was also a factor in most of them and how they wanted to see their ideal work space and controlling that. Yeah. They wanted to be able to create the space that they wanted. And I also think what's interesting, just, you know, entrepreneurship is such an interesting animal, if you will, because uh, what I usually tell people, because, you know, I'll have people that come to me and they'll say, I want to start a business. Um, and, and that's all well and good, but I find people are most successful when they're, when they say, I want to help people in this way via business, or I want to start this business because it gives me the ability to serve via this, you know, this very specific either experience or skill set. And so they really have a problem that they know they want to help people solve. And, but what's also interesting is you might be helping others, but you're also like helping yourself in such an amazing way. And I often tell people there is no better exploration into self-discovery than starting and growing a business because it will uncover all the vulnerabilities, but it will also help you build your strengths at the same time. And I think what's so cool about these people is they they got to that point of knowing I want to be like cre- creative and strategic. I want to grow and have this experience, but I have this very specific way in which I want to help and support people. And let's manifest that into business versus just kind of starting a business for the sake of starting a business. The, the commonality there is I really have this self-awareness now. They they all had that touch point for themselves and realized that. I think that would have been really challenging for everybody if they if they didn't have that self-awareness, each of them. Yeah, there's a certain point of like maturity you have to get to, I think, in order to have to get the clarity of how you want to support people, but to also have, you know, the slightly thicker skin that you have to have to go through that personal growth, uh, that it's gonna happen whether you like it or not, the personal growth experience that happens through you know, through entrepreneurship. Um, and I, you know, I also think that if, if we're quite literally getting into the practical nature of transitioning from employment to entrepreneurship, I think if you go back, uh, many of these, many of these people started planting seeds or have having like a foot in that, in that camp before just straight up cutting the cord. Or you have somebody like Jules, who it kind of has one foot in each camp. I mean, and also she's, uh, what were her, what was her word for Monday? Fearless and unstoppable. So she can she can manage those two feet, um, and kind of like you have you have so that you're you have got a safety net and you're managing the risk as much as possible. However, putting the wheels in motion and the steps the steps you know getting the steps going to move yourself in that direction. Certainly, that's the fortunate position to be in if if you have that safety net, um, and sometimes you don't, and then that's where that that mindset comes in of regardless of situation, you're so tenacious and you have such a belief in your business and the problem you're going to solve. You just don't let anybody derail you from that mission. You're going to find a way to do it one one way or the other. And once an entrepreneurial spark ignites, it is very, very hard to put it out. It's very, very hard to ignore it. You just have to figure out 
the the actions and the steps to make it happen in reality based on whatever your kind of circumstances are, whether it's financial, family, responsibilities, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and I think what is so interesting, if we look at the broader market and how entrepreneurship fits into it, is I've seen a really big shift in you know my I I entered the career I entered the professional market in 2003, uh, just after 9/11, when the economy was a little eh saw it rise and then experienced the great recession as, you know, a professional in that five to seven year range. And, and that, that period in time combined with some of the generational changes really created this really cool, perfect storm that I think created a market landscape that is much more supportive and, uh, and, um, and much more supportive, I think is the right word of entrepreneurship as a viable career path. And in the last two years, we've seen record-breaking numbers of businesses being created. And so this is a really amazing time to dip a toe in this water. And I think what's awesome is that the you know professional world really recognizes business ownership as a viable career track and has more resources and, and things like that to support it, which is super cool. Absolutely. And taking on to that, certainly think about the changes in technology that allows you to do the things that you need to do now that you couldn't, that, you know, that were all manual or didn't even exist 10 years ago. I mean, that's and can amazing. you only imagine what it's going to look like in another 10 years? Let's not think about that. That might scare <laughs> me, but that's hundred percent true. I mean, I wouldn't be able to, I, literally I have a client in New Zealand and she got a job last week, which is super fun. Awesome. But like, I wouldn't have the opportunity to coach her, let alone somebody across the country, if it weren't for the advances in technology, which is, has also opened up. And just even from a career perspective and employment perspective, there are so many more career tracks now than there were even 10 to 12 years ago. And that also then means there's all these little entrepreneurial pockets in the market you can fit into. And as creative as you can get, if you've got an idea and an audience with a problem that needs to be solved and you've got a solution for it, you got you have a business on your hands potentially. And it's just so interesting to see the ideas that people come up with and the ways in which they they serve their their others through those strengths and the perspectives that they've gained. Oh, I, that's such a great insight. And I think too, if you think about it, for those of uh, you know in the in the world that don't want to start their own business, but definitely think like an entrepreneur. That's where these innovation accelerators and teams within all the corporate structure now, where you can act like an entrepreneur within a corporate structure. I just I think that's really exciting. I love that. And that's a good. I feel like that is a good summary of what we're talking about. If, if you can exercise entrepreneurial interests and inspiration. Uh, whether you do that under the umbrella and safety net of a company or whether you full on dive into it and and do it on your own, there are ways to use those those characteristics and strengths and 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 really feel out who you are in that capacity. And you're 100 percent right. What was it? The season one episode, Steve Foudy. Is he the entrepreneur? Right. Entrepreneur is a thing, too. So. For those of you out there who uh, know you're not ready to be completely on your own and may want a little landing pad, go listen to Steve Foudy's episode. Entrepreneur is a thing too. It might inspire you to find new ways of making impact inside an organization and acting like an entrepreneur, even though you may not be managing your own business from the top down. So employee entrepreneurship, there's a lot of different ways it can look. And I think the bigger message here is we live in a time and space that gives us the ability to be really creative and chart our own paths of how we want our career to look. And I, I challenge you all out there to create that journey for yourself. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of No More Mondays. We hope you grabbed some great insights to help you improve your professional satisfaction. Please visit us at Apple iTunes and give us a rating so we can continue to offer you awesome interviews and content each week. No More Mondays. New episodes drop every Wednesday. No More Mondays is brought to you by Career Benders Inc. in partnership with executive producer Jane Durkee. For more information about career coaching, resume writing, personal branding, recruiting, and entrepreneurship coaching services, visit our website at careerbenders.com. That's careerbenders, B as in boy, S as in Sam.com. This is your host, Angie Callen, signing off. Until next week, when we chat with another inspired, confident professional.